Steve's Weekly Podcast. Ahoy hoy, ahoy hoy. Hello everyone. Welcome to Podcast 85. This week is 85. By the way, if you can hear some background noise, if I... Hang on one second. I'm just going to stay silent for a second. Listen to this. I don't think I don't think you guys can hear it because I'm not I'm not getting any feedback on the um on the on the waves on the uh yeah audio waves so it should be okay. Um it's just outside my house right now there's some work going on people are chopping down a tree. Um well I say they're chopping it down it fell down during a storm and it's been there for the last month or so. And they've only come out now to basically uh, take it all away and get rid of it. So I was just about to say, if you do hear any feedback, like drilling sounds in the background during the podcast this week, I do apologise, but it is what it is. Um, So there we go. It is Friday the 1st of April, by the way. Happy uh, April. April 2022, we are now in. Um, The fourth month of the year. Happy April Fool's Day as well. Um, I've got a really uh, sad announcement to make, by the way. Uh, this is my last ever podcast I'm ever going to do. I've decided uh, I'm going to have a life change. Um, I'm not going to be into technology anymore or uh, movies. Instead, I'm going to go for some adventures. And um, I'm also going to just read books and and just write stories and um and live a quiet life um yeah it's been great these past 85 weekly uh podcasts doing them on Spotify music and Apple podcasts and Google podcasts as well um yeah it's been it's been grand i've i've loved doing it i've uh yeah that's it this is the last one sorry everyone psych not really um <laughs> oh dear not really um no i will continue podcasting of course i will um but anyway no what i was gonna say though is um well happy podcast 85 uh lots of things coming up you know what i have not yet done today i should really do it i normally do this on a friday morning or well and a wednesday morning as well at the time of recording this podcast, it's quarter past ten on Friday the 1st of April, okay? And I have not yet tapped in to Disney Plus on my phone or on my iMac or wherever. You know what? For a change, I might just tap in on my iMac. Um, so, let me... I'm going to tap into it now. Because normally, I like to see what's new, uh, what's on there. And I have not yet tapped in. To Disney Plus this morning. I've just been busy with doing other stuff, having breakfast and stuff like that. Uh, so what have we got that's new on here? Better Nate than ever. I'm gonna watch that. Hopefully later today. I don't know if I will or not because, well, I'm just yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I will. Oh yes, I need to watch this. The reason I jump. Now that's. Uh, from the perspective of an autistic person. So, I should watch that. I'm actually intrigued to know about that. They've got David Brent, Life on the Road, Welcome to the Punch, Walk the Prank. Um, 
Operation Orangutan. I mean, I'm going to go through this anyway in a minute. Because what I'm going to do is, because the list last week, when I recorded the podcast last week, I went through the Disney Plus list for April. And it was just all over the place, to be honest. So, I can confirm that the What's on Disney Plus uh, com website, which is the place where I normally find what's coming to Disney Plus in April and stuff like that. Um, because their website is back up and running um, after a week of being out um, because of some technical issues with the servers and stuff, um, I can finally uh, actually go through the entire list with you, including the US as well. Um, so I'm going to go through that. Um, in this podcast, there's quite a few good things on Disney Plus today. I think probably my highlight is going to be better Nate than ever. Um, and I'll give my thoughts on that in next week's podcast. Um, if I'm still doing podcasting by then. Um, yeah, of course I will be. Of course I will be. Um, so (laughs) I just like to tease, that's all. Um, right. So, I am going to go through... I've done the Netflix lists and stuff from last week. They were fine. I think it was just the Disney Plus list for April. In my opinion, after go... Because I do tend to, from time to time, go back and listen to the podcast myself. And, yeah, I just felt like the list that I was reading out was just all over the place. And it's because I was using another Disney Plus website thing. And it was just all over the place. This one I do have a very trust source with. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go through it once again, okay? Just so that I can just make sure that I know and you know when things are coming and when or where. Um, so this is uh, for the UK and Ireland in April, by the way. We're going to start with today, okay? Uh, Friday the 1st of April. So as I mentioned, better late than ever. Walk the prank. The reason I jump. Step into the movies with Derek and Julianne Howe. Uh, Amelie. uh, David Brent Life on the Road. The Sweeney. Welcome to the Punch. Operation Orangutan. Wild Portugal. Monday, we have got uh, The Walking Dead, episode 15. That's uh, Monday the 4th. Uh, Wednesday, we've got Moon Knight, episode 2. Uh, the Ghost of Molly McGee, Series 1, Episode 11 to 16. This is on the 6th of April, by the way. Uh, Life Bites, Series 1 to 7. Uh, Disney Junior Music Lullabies. Wild Australia, Series 1. Africa's Deadliest Series uh, series 5 and 6. Lion Kingdom, Series 1. Uh, Platiki, 12,000 Bottle Boats, Series 1. Um, single Drunk Female. Terripia Alternativa, a.k.a. Sessions. Uh, NCIS Series 19, Episodes 1, 2, and 3. Bob's Burgers Series 12, Episode 9. Resident Series 5, Episode 12. The Great North Series 2, Episode 7. NCIS Series 1 to 18. Alvin the Chipmunks Chipwrecked, Harrow Series 3. Queens, Episode 12. Our Kind of People, Episode 8. Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, Episode 8. Sex Appeal, A Monster Calls, Another Year, Miss You Already, Sweet Francais, I Robot. Headhunters, Wild Ways of the Vikings, and Like Mike. I do believe, actually, this... Oh, okay, so from where I said sex appeal, that's going to be coming on Friday the 8th of April, okay? Um, So all that, yeah, all those movies that I've just listed off there, including iRobot and stuff, they're all coming next Friday. And then we have got Monday the 11th of April, we've got the Part 2 finale, which is Episode 16 of The Walking Dead Series 11. Now, I'm kind of hoping 
um, because they'd done this last time. So when we got to the last episode of the first batch of season 11 episodes from The Walking Dead, we got a, a an official return date of when The Walking Dead would be back for new episodes. So I'm kind of hoping that they're going to announce when the final batch of episodes are going to start being released. Obviously, it's going to be in the second half of 2022. Um, I'm going to take a wild guess and say it could be around about September, but we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm sure they might make an announcement either Monday the 11th of April or they might make an announcement after Monday the 11th of April. Um, we'll see. But um, I can also confirm that The Walking Dead, the final ever episode of The Walking Dead, has wrapped filming now. So the entire season 11 is done. Um, so yeah, I, I should imagine in time they've pulled it through post-production and stuff like that. I could see it being around about maybe September, maybe even August. It all depends. It all depends when they want to bring The Walking Dead back. But obviously we're getting it the same. Well, we're getting it the day after it airs in the US. So, yeah. Um, Back to the list, though. Wednesday, the 13th of April, uh, we're getting Moon Knight, Episode 3, Ice Age Scrap Tales. Now, I saw the trailer for this this week, Ice Age Scrap Tales, and I must say it looks funny. Um, it's basically about Scrap from Ice Age, that little squirrel that's always trying to store nuts, um, or acorns, and basically he has a child, and they're basically in competition with each other to try and get the acorn. It's, it looks hilariously funny, to be honest, um, and looks a lot better than what Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild looks, but... I'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but also coming out on the 13th of April, uh, we've got Queen's episode 13 season finale, Our Kind of People episode 9, uh, The Proud Family Louder and Prouder episode 9, Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir series 4 episodes 21 to 26, Ghost 4 series 1 episodes 1 to 10, Tots series 3 episodes 12 to 17, Spidey and his amazing friend series 1 episodes 18 to 19, uh, Giggle Wiggle, Ahoy Pirates, Rocco, Stitches, Dino and the Egg, Toto's Kindergarten, Parched series 1, Superstructures Engineering Marvel series 1, Air Crash Investigation series 20, The Ignorant Angel series 1, Anti Disturbios series 1, uh, NCIS Series 19, Episode 4, The Resident Series 5, Episode 13, The Great North Series 2, Episode 8, Bob's Burgers Series 12, Episode 10, Family Guy Series 20, Episode 10, The Missing Series 1-2, to 2, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip, The Mick Series 1-2, to 2, and then Thursday the 14th of April we get in the first episode of The Kardashians, and This Is Us Series 6, Episode 12. Friday the 15th of April, we're getting Drain, Alcatraz, Drain the Bermuda Triangle, The Three Musketeers, The Young Victoria, Speed, Speed 2, Le Mans 66. The, uh, Monday the 18th of April, we're getting The Queen Family Sing Along and Superstar Series 1. Wednesday the 20th of April, we're getting Moon Knight Episode 4, Club Mickey Mouse Series 4, Space Chickens in Space Series 1 and Shorts. 
Roll It Back Short Series 1, Hacking the System Series 1, Wild Russia Series 1, Wild Central America Series 1, Wild Hawaii Series 1, NCIS Series 19 Episode 5, Resident Series 5 Episode 14, The Great North Series 2 Episode 9, Bob's Burger Series 12 Episode 11, Family Guy Series 20 Episode 11, Trust Me Series 1 and 2, Mrs. America Series 1, Our Kind of People Episode 10, The Proud Family Louder and Prouder Episode 10 Finale, Thursday the 23rd of April we're getting the Kardashians and Captive Audience. Uh, Friday the 22nd of April we're getting Disney Nature's Polar Bear as it is Earth Day on the 22nd of April. Uh, we're also going to be getting Bear Witness, Explorer the Last Teapoy, uh, tea uh, The Biggest Little Farm, The Return, uh, Okavango, River of Dreams, Wa- uh, Wild Lapland, America's Greatest Animals, Mr. Popper's Penguins. And then Wednesday the 27th of April we're getting Moon Knight Episode 5, Sketchbook, Big City Green Series 3, Episode 1 to 5, Dino Ranch Series 1, uh, yeah, Series 1, Episodes 23 to 26, Mered Philly uh, Series 1 to 2, uh, Muneers, uh, Morocco, uh, series 1, Wild Columbia Series 1, India's Lost World Series 1, Port Protection Alaska Series 2, Wicked Tuna North vs South uh, Series 7, Extreme Rescue Series 1, Dollface Series 2, NCIS Series 19 Episode 6, Resident Series 5 Episode 15, The Great North Series 2 Episode 10, Bob's Burgers Series 12 Episode 12, Family Guy Series 20 Episode 12, The Passage Series 1, Our Kind of People Episode 11, and then Thursday the 28th of April, we've got the Kardashians and This Is Us. Um, I do believe as well, actually, the following Thursday, we have got This Is Us as well. But obviously, they, uh, What's on Disney Plus didn't list it on the on the list. So we're going to be getting the Kardashians, Captive Audience and This Is Us. Uh, Friday the 29th of April, uh, we're going to be getting Mirette Philly, uh, California Dream. Back to the Titanic, Mars One Day on the Red Planet, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, Battle for the Planet of the Apes, and that is it. That's it for the UK. Let's now go over to the US. Um, Understandably, there's probably not a lot that's going to be on there, to be honest, but Friday the 1st of April, we got Better Nate Than Ever, Herbie Fully Loaded, Wednesday the 6th of April, we got Moon Knight Episode 2, Proud Family Louder and Prouder Episode 8, uh, Bow Tunes Party Palace Pals Series 1, 4 episodes, uh, Ghost of Molly McGee Series 1, 5 episodes, Friday the 8th of April, you got Chasing Mavericks, uh, Jordan Rides a Bus, Silly Little Game, 4 Days in October, Fernando Nation, uh, Wednesday the 13th of April, you got The Proud Family Louder and Prouder Episode 9, Moon Knight Episode 3, Ice Age Scrap Tales, uh, Raven's Home Series 5, 5 episodes, the 20th of April, you got Moon Knight, Episode 4, Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, Episode 10 finale. And Friday, the 22nd of April, you got Disney Nature's Polar Bear, Bear Witness, Explorer, Last Teapoy, uh, The Biggest Little Farm, The Return. Wednesday, the 27th of April, you got Moon Knight, Episode 5, Sketchbook, and that is it. Uh, so there is two Fridays in April, as far as I'm aware, where Disney Plus in the US is not getting anything at all. Um... Yeah, so there we are. Um, So, yeah, there we go. So that's what's coming to Disney Plus in April in both UK and US territories. Uh, Let me now move over to PlayStation Plus because uh, I'm going to read you this article from uh, the PlayStation blog that was released earlier this week. Since launching PlayStation Plus in 2010, 
Sony Interactive Entertainment has been at the forefront of innovation with game subscription services. We were thrilled to be the first console membership service that included a refreshed library of games through PlayStation Plus and also launched the first console game streaming service with PlayStation Now. Uh, we are pleased to share with you official news about changes coming to our subscription services. This June, we're bringing together PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now in an all-new PlayStation Plus subscription service that provides more choice to customers across three membership tiers globally. Our focus is on providing high-quality created content with a diverse portfolio of games. Below is an overview of the three membership tiers. So I'm going to go through those membership tiers with you including uh, what you get with the tiers and the pricing of those tiers as well so we're going to start with the playstation plus essential so the benefits that you get with playstation plus essential is it provides the same benefits that playstation plus members are getting at the moment such as two monthly downloadable games exclusive discounts cloud storage for saved games online multiplayer access there are no changes for existing PlayStation Plus members in this tier. So um, so the price so for PlayStation Plus Essential remains the same as the current price for PlayStation Plus. So if you have got PlayStation Plus at the moment and you stay and you go with the Essential benefits, then you'll be paying the same price as what you pay right now. But for those that don't know how much those PlayStation Plus uh, subscribers are paying at the moment or for people that are considering getting PlayStation Plus um, here's the pricing for it so in the US you uh, for month so they do it monthly quarterly and yearly so uh, in the US it's nine dollars and 99 cents monthly twenty four dollars and 99 cents quarterly fifty nine dollars and 99 cents yearly in Europe it's eight euros 99 monthly 24 euros 99 quarterly and 59.99 yearly in the uk it's going to be 6.99 monthly 19.99 quarterly and 49.99 yearly and in japan it's 850 yen monthly 2100 uh, what 2150 yen quarterly and 5143 uh, yen yearly so let's have a look at the playstation plus extra Here's the benefits that you get for that. So it provides all the benefits from the essential tier. And it adds a catalogue of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games. Including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalogue and third party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. So here's the pricing for that. So in the US... It's going to be $14.99 monthly, $39.99 quarterly, and $99.99 yearly. Europe, it'll be $13.99 monthly, $39.99 quarterly, and $99.99 yeah, $99 yearly. In the UK, it's going to be $10.99 monthly, $31.99 quarterly, and $83.99 yearly. And then you've got the PlayStation Plus Premium. Now, can I just say, before I go into the benefits... Of the PlayStation Plus Premium. If I was a PlayStation gamer today. And I was going to be getting PlayStation Plus in June. I think out of all of the benefits. All of the subscriptions or tiers that you're getting. Personally I would go for the PlayStation Plus Premium. 
because the benefits of this sound astonishing. They really do. I'm going to go through the ben uh, the benefits now. So the benefits of PlayStation Plus Premium is it provides all the benefits from the essential and the extra tiers. It adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming. And this is the best bit. A catalogue of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, that's the PS1, the PS2, PS, uh, and PSP generations. How awesome is that? Honestly, that would that would instantly go. Yeah, that's it. I'm sold. <laughs> you know, that would honestly make me go. Yeah, that's it. I'm sold. Um. So yeah. Uh, also, uh, in the benefits, it offers cloud streaming access. Um. For original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS uh, PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC. And you also get time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier. So customers can try select games before they buy. So again, that, that's really good. So the pricing of this is this. So in the US... It's $17.99 monthly, $49.99 quarterly, and $119.99 yearly. In Europe, it's $16.99 monthly, $49.99 quarterly, and $119.99 yearly. In the UK, it's going to be $13.49 monthly, $39.99 quarterly, and $99.99 yearly. In Japan, it's 1,550 yen monthly, 4,300 yen quarterly, and 10,250 yen yearly. Uh, there is disclaimer, PlayStation Plus Deluxe Select Markets. For markets without cloud streaming, PlayStation Plus Deluxe will be offered at a lower price compared to premium and... Uh, includes a catalogue of beloved classic games from the original PlayStation, PS2 and PSP generations to download and play. Along with time-limited game trials, benefits from essential and extra tiers are also included. Uh, local pricing will vary by market. So this is what the rest of the blog says. So the new extra and premium tiers represent a major evolution for PlayStation Plus. With these tiers, our key focus is to ensure that the hundreds of games we offer will include the best quality content that sets us apart. At launch, we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11 and Returnal. We're working closely with our imaginative developers from PlayStation Studios and third-party partners to include some of the best gaming experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. More details to come on the games we'll have on our new PlayStation Plus service. When the new PlayStation Plus service launches, PlayStation Now will transition into the new PlayStation Plus offering and will no longer be available as a standalone service. PlayStation Now customers will migrate over to PlayStation Plus Premium with no increase to their current subscription fees at launch. As this is a massive launch effort, 
We're rolling out the new PlayStation Plus offering in a phased regional approach. In the June timeframe, we'll begin with an initial launch in several markets in Asia, followed by North America, Europe and the rest of the world where PlayStation Plus is offered. We aim to have most PlayStation Network territories live with our new PlayStation Plus game subscription service by the end of the first half of 2022. We also plan to expand our cloud streaming uh, benefit to additional markets and will provide more details at a later date. Building upon more than 25 years of expertise in gaming innovation, this change to our subscription services highlights our continued efforts to evolve our network services business to match our customers' preferences. With the all-new PlayStation Plus, we're focused on delivering a compelling game subscription service with curated content from our exclusive PlayStation Studios team and our third-party partners. The newly enhanced PlayStation Plus will enable our fans to discover and engage with more content than ever before and deepen their connection with the PlayStation community through shared experiences. We're providing an early look at our new PlayStation Plus subscription service now and we'll plan to share more information with you as we get closer to launch. Stay tuned. So there we go. Uh, so yeah, so that is... PlayStation Plus. I mean, like I say, if I was a PlayStation gamer and I was going to get PlayStation Plus in June, I would personally go for the premium tier. I know it's more I know it's more expensive. I mean, to be honest, right? I'm going to get my let me get my I'm going to work this out. Let me go to the premium um pricing. Luckily, they have got so it's every quarter they do so obviously it'll be well it'll be four times a year they'll be taking out payments right um so if i did this for example let's say i paid for playstation plus premium quarterly right um so you're literally just timesing that by four right how much is that it's 159.96 a year if you was to get playstation plus premium every well every what four months or so whatever every quarter okay which is four times a year basically you're paying 30 here in the uk you're paying 39.99 times in that by four 159.96 okay so to be honest with you if i was to get if i ever had a playstation and i went for a playstation plus subscription i mean i totally get i've I've never, ever, ever paid a streaming service a hundred pound a year, right? And I never dream—I never dream of the day that I do actually pay a hundred pound a year for a streaming service. You know, never would I ever imagine me doing that. I think the most amount I pay for a streaming service is Disney Plus, and that's seventy-nine eighty a year. But in in a way, it's a lot cheaper. You know, but, well, yeah, it's a lot cheaper doing it that way. But if I was a PlayStation gamer rather than an Xbox gamer and I went for a PlayStation Plus Premium, personally, I would actually go for the $99.99 yearly because it's just a one-time payment that they take out of your bank account every year. 
Um, and, I mean, it does pay for itself. It really does. It, I mean, you get all those benefits to go alongside PlayStation Plus Premium, especially the classic PS1, PS2, and PSP games as well. I mean, that's just a no-brainer, isn't it, really? Um, so, yeah, I would... Personally, I would go for the 99.99 yearly package. I really would, if I had a PlayStation. Um, so, yeah, I'm... Yeah, so I look forward to seeing, because obviously there is going to be YouTube videos and stuff like that of people using this new PlayStation Plus, um, like, premium version and stuff like that. There's going to be YouTube videos of it out uh, very soon, I'm sure. So it'll be very interesting to see how people react to playing classic PS1 games on their PS5 console and stuff like that. That's just, oh, that's just going to be insane. It really is. Um... Yeah, so there we are. Um, so that's a little bit of PlayStation news for you. Uh, in other news this week, um, Obi Wan Kenobi, the released the release date is so confusing. So basically, Obi Wan Kenobi was originally going to be released on Disney Plus on May twenty fifth. Now, yesterday, March 31st, um, Ewan McGregor did an announcement on the Disney Plus social media pages. He announced that Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus has been delayed by two days. So, it was originally going to be released on Wednesday the 25th of May. It is now going to be released on Friday the 27th of May. Um, but, there is some good news. Not only will we be getting the very first episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi on the 27th of May, but we're also going to be getting the second episode as well on the 27th of May. So we'll be treated to two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi on the 27th of May. And then, this is the confusing bit. After that, episode three and onwards will then be released every Wednesday after that. Now, I don't get why. Why are Disney releasing the first two episodes on a Friday and then, hey, guys, it's back on a Wednesday? You know, I don't get that. I really don't. Like, I'll be honest with you. A couple of weeks after Obi-Wan Kenobi is... A couple of weeks after Obi-Wan Kenobi begins streaming on Disney+, Plus, obviously new episodes will be releasing weekly after that. But a couple of weeks after the premiere of that, you've got a Marvel show in the form of Ms. Marvel. Now, I've voiced my opinions on Ms. Marvel. I'm not. It's not really a show that's going to be, you know, top of my list every Wednesday when that gets released. Um, but... I mean, to be honest, if even if it was just a different Marvel show, regardless, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, whatever, right? If it was a totally different Marvel show, I would much rather have maybe the Star Wars shows stream every Friday. Like, a new episode comes out every Friday. And then have, like, the Marvel episodes come out every Wednesday or vice versa. You know, I just feel like that way it kind of separates them they're not overshadowing each other 
So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe Disney might decide to, I don't know, separate the shows so that one show comes out one day, the other show comes out another. I mean, it's all up in the air at the moment. But, I mean, it is it is going to be difficult. I mean, I think personally, out of both of them, I think Obi-Wan Kenobi would probably bring in more viewers than Ms. Marvel. Because there's a lot of Marvel fans out there that are like, well, this show looks like a Disney Channel show. Mm, it does. Do you want to know something? Ever since I've seen the trailer of Ms. Marvel, right, and I've played the song Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, I just can't stop thinking about that Ms. Marvel trailer. Because, obviously, the song is featured in that trailer. So, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so there we go. So that's a bit of news this week. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh, release date has been delayed to the 27th of May, uh, with the first two episodes coming out on the 27th of May. And then new episodes will be released every Wednesday throughout June. Um, I think it's all the way up till June 22nd um, is when we'll see new episodes release of that. Um, and yeah, Ms. Marvel comes out on June 8th. So there we go. Um, what else was there for me to say this week? Um, I'm going to talk about the movies shortly. Um, also as well, actually, I've realised that, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out the same day as the first part of Series 4 of Stranger Things comes to Netflix as well. So it'll be interesting to see who pulls in more viewers, Netflix or Disney Plus on that day. Um, yeah, which show gets the more streams? Um, is it going to be Obi-Wan or is it going to be Stranger Things? Um, also as well, oh, I'm going to mention it. I'm going to mention it. Next week in the weekly podcast, I feel like I'm just going to easily forget about this, to be honest. Next week in the podcast, I'm going to talk about the dreaded Morbius movie. It is so, I mean, I've not seen the movie. And I feel like I could just easily give you my review right now. It is so bad. Um, This week, actually... You know what, right? This is how bad the movie is. Last week, the director of that movie... I don't know his name. But the director of the movie did a spoiler Q&A, question and answer session on Twitter, to the point where he spoiled what happened in the post credit scene of, uh, of Morbius, right? And the movie is that bad that Sony endorsed the director's spoilery Q&A session on Twitter. They advertised it. That's how bad the movie is. You know, like, literally, I think even Sony realise how bad this Spider-Verse stuff is getting now. You know, ah. Uh, like, I just feel like with Sony, they should just give Marvel the full control of their movies and let Marvel do what they want to do with Spider-Man, Venom, Morbius, Craven, you know, all those, all that Madame Web, all those characters that are in the Spider-Verse or Venom-Verse or wherever, right? Just give Marvel full control and let them just deal with those characters because... It's just so bad. It really is. I've seen I've seen reviews online this past week, and every single review I've come across for Morbius has been nothing but negative. Okay, 
the only good thing that comes out of this movie is Matt Smith. That is it. That's the only positive thing I've seen that's come out of this um, Morbius movie. Is Matt Smith steals the show in this movie. And that's it. So, tonight, I am going to go and see Morbius. I'm not really looking forward to it, because I know it's just going to be trashy. Um, apparently, the visual effects are all over the place. Um, the storytelling is all over the place as well. So, get ready for a negative review next week of what I thought of Morbius. I'll go into more detail next week. Um, but yeah, from the reviews I've seen online, loads of people are trashing this movie. Uh, next week of the podcast, well, I'm also going to talk about Better Nate Than Ever as well. I'll talk about a new movie that got released this week in the US called Moonshot. Uh, I'll talk about that next week as well. going to give that a watch at some point this week. Um, and I am also going to, what else am I going to talk about? Uh, The Bubble as well. A brand new movie. Now, I saw reviews getting posted um, in the early hours of this morning. Apparently, that movie ain't great neither. So, I may have two negative movie reviews coming your way next week. Just be warned. Um, Is there anything else that I was going to review next week? Or is that all the movies that I've got to review next week? Oh, and Sonic 2. As well, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, because, yeah, that movie is now out in cinemas. Um, and I am going to go and see it on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday this weekend. I'm going to go and see Sonic 2. So, really look forward to watching. You know what, right? Out of the two movies that I've got lined up at the cinema, right? Which is Morbius, <coughs> excuse me, Morbius and Sonic 2. What's the most what is the most hyped movie I'm hyped about right now? Sonic 2. Yeah. Sonic 2 has had some mixed reviews. Like some of them actually quite a lot of them I've seen are quite decent. So like a lot of people are saying, yeah, this is a fun movie filled with action, lots of references to the Sonic games and stuff like that. Some people have said that it's a lot better than the first movie. And to be honest with you, when I watched the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I thought that movie was great. So, yeah, so yeah, my, my expectations are set even higher. And also as well, it features my favourite Sonic character in the Sonic universe in the form of Knuckles. I like Knuckles. He's a great character. Um... So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching Sonic 2 this weekend. And, uh, yeah, I'll give you my thoughts on that in uh, next week's podcast. So, yeah, so I'll have Morbius, The Bubble, Sonic 2, um, uh, Moonshot, and I'll also uh, talk about Better Nate than ever as well. Uh, but the movies that I'm going to talk to you about this week, actually, I've got quite a few. Um, so I'm going to start because I've got Olivia Rodrigo driving home to you. I've also got Ice Age, The Adventures of Buck Wild. Um, and I'm also going to go through The Bad Guys as well. So I'm going to start with Olivia Rodrigo. Now, 
You know what? I remember it. This time last week, Friday night last week, I was sat in my room. I was watching Olivia Rodrigo's Driving Home to You movie. It's sort of a documentary. And it basically goes through her her album, her debut album that she released last year called Sour. Now, even to this day, even to this day, I still listen to some of the songs on that album because I just love them. I really do love them. And I think she is a really fantastic singer, to be honest, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, obviously, she has got a bit of an acting career. She starred in the Disney Plus original high school musical, the musical, the series, which I've never seen, by the way. Um, but I do know that she is in that and she is going to be in series uh, season three uh, of that show, which I don't know when that's going to be arriving. But I think they're in production of it at the moment. Um, but yeah, so so she started off an acting career in that series. And obviously she does a bit of singing in that. And then she decided that she wanted to go off and make a debut album. Now, I think the debut album is based around her breakup with one of the actors that stars in that series. In High School Musical, the musical, the series on Disney+. Plus. So, it's kind of based around that. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, there, there are some songs on there that I absolutely love. Uh, there's a song called Happier. Um, Jealousy, Jealousy is another one. Uh, Deja Vu, Good For You, uh, Driver's License, Brutal. So there's pretty much half of the album on there that I actually quite like listening to. Um, and you know what? There was some of the songs where I was like bopping my head to them on uh, Friday night last week. And there was a couple of songs that I was just singing along to because... I just, I just, I absolutely love the songs. And what I, I do love about this documentary film is not only do we get kind of a behind the scenes look at how the album was made, but we also get some of the stories behind some of the songs as well. And a lot of the songs that she has, uh, that she does sing on the album is based around her breakup and this guy moving on and finding a new woman and stuff like that. Um... Yeah, it it was a really, really fantastic documentary. And I love the fact that she sang some of her songs and it had new um, sort of uh, musical pieces to it. So, you know, like new musical arrangements. That's the word I was trying to think of. Um, but yeah, it had new arrangements to some of the songs and it just felt different. Um, so, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved that album. Uh, I loved that uh, movie. Um, how long was the movie again? I'm just gonna have a quick look because it wasn't that long. I think it was about an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, what was it? Was it an hour and fifteen? Yeah, about an hour and fifteen minutes. Olivia Rodrigo driving home to you, a sour film. If you do want to watch it, it is available to watch on Disney Plus right now. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was great. The only weird thing I had about it, the only issue I had about it was the fact that you saw Olivia Rodrigo driving in like a deserted area, like a gas station in America. Um, and she just gets out her car and then all of a sudden there's like these musical instruments there. And she just goes up to the microphone and starts singing. 
um, while the band's playing. That's the only issue I had with it because I'm like, you know, of course, it's totally normal for someone in America to drive up to a gas, an abandoned gas station, get out their car and start singing a song with their bandmates there. You know, but other than that, though, that movie was really, really great. I loved it. I would definitely 100% watch that again because it's, it's just great. You, can, you know what? You can even stick it on in the background, right? Because a lot of the movie is music, to be honest. So even if you went away and, I don't know, tidied up somewhere around your house and you wanted a bit of music on, you could quite easily stick um, this movie on and... Despite the fact that, yeah, obviously there are parts where she does start documenting things and stuff like that. But quite a lot of this movie is music driven. So, yeah. Um, anyway, that's my thoughts on Olivia Rodrigo driving home to you a sour film. Like I say, it's available to watch now on Disney+. Plus. Now, the next movie I watched was Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Now... I remember now this movie got released in the US back in January and it got released here in the UK and in other parts of the world uh, last week. It got delayed for some weird reason. Um, and basically the, um, the, the, the American audience were not lying <laughs> when they um, well, yeah. The American audience were not lying when they said how bad this movie was. Um, yeah, the animation was all over the place. I felt like this movie was too child-friendly, in all honesty. Like, I don't think it was a movie that was aimed for, like, me. You know, like, I, I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy family-friendly movies. I think they are nice. But there's a fine line between family-friendly movies where it's a movie that anyone at any age can watch. And then there's a movie like this where they have a specific target audience of a child who may be under the age of five. You know? Um, yeah, and it just came across like that, to be honest. It really did. Um, also as well, I felt like some of the voices... Like, for Manny and stuff like that had changed. So I don't even know. I'm going to actually have a look because I'm curious to know. I feel like they changed the actor's voice um, for Manny. I'm going to have a look. Details. Who's, who is here? Um, I mean, yeah. So obviously Simon Pegg, obviously he voices Buck. But I don't even see any of the old classic... Ice Age cast members in this. I'm going to have a look. Um, Adventures of Buck Wild. I should have looked at this before the podcast so I can actually confirm whether or not it was actually the voice of Manny. I'm sure Google will tell me. Um, um, well, okay. So apparently Dennis Leary was obviously in the role. Um, who does play Manny? I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, so obviously, I don't even think, is it, who, who voices Sid normally in this? So yeah, so Dennis Leary was in it, obviously he plays Diego, uh, I need to have a look now, 
I'm gonna. I'm just gonna search Ice Age cast because that will tell me. So I'd be shocked because the the actor that played Sid in um, Ice Age, um, Ray Romano. Yeah. So they they didn't have Ray Romano as Manny in um, Ice Age. The really weird thing is, is John Leguizamo. I'm, I'm, I do apologise if that's not how you pronounce his name, but that's how I pronounce it. But yeah, John Leguizamo, he is in the movie, in the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild movie. But interestingly, here it says he voices Sid on the original Ice Age movie, whereas on Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, the voice that voices Sid in that movie is an actor called Jake Green. So they didn't even use the voice actor vo- voice actor for Sid. Neither. Um yeah, the movie the, to be honest, the movie was all over the place. Um I would say it's great if you've got a child that's under the age of five, I know people that have got kids under the age of five and I would recommend it to them just to put on. But if you're looking for a movie to watch yourself with your child or just by yourself, don't watch it because it's just too child friendly. It really is too child friendly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's an hour and 23 minutes. So it's roughly the same sort of length as the original Ice Age movie was. Um but yeah, it, it was just too it was too child friendly for my liking. It really was. So yeah, if you if you do want to check it out though, uh it is available on Disney Plus. Um but what I can tell you though, I was gonna mention this as well while I was talking about Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. So apparently the studio that made Ice Age is Blue Sky Studios. Now, obviously, they're part of Fox. Now, when Disney purchased Fox back in 2019, I believe it might have been last year or in 2020, Blue Sky St- Disney decided to close down Blue Sky Studios. So, now, Blue Sky Studios, they're known for making the Ice Age movies. I do also believe they're really well known for making the the Rio movies as well. Rio and Rio 2. I do believe that Rio 3 is in the works as well. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah. So Blue Sky Studios are really well known for doing those movie franchises. Disney decided to close those studios down. I don't know why. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I totally get that they've got Pixar. And obviously they've got their own animation studios. I totally get that. But I don't get why. Is it because they just didn't have enough movie franchises underneath their belt for them to just go, yeah, you can continue working? I mean, if I search for Blue Sky Studios movies now, right, it'll probably just literally come up with, um, with Ice Age. And um, and Rio. Oh no, they they have done other ones. So they've done Ice Age. Obviously, they've done all the Ice Age franchise, bar the Adventures of Buckwild. They've done Rio. They've done Ferdinand. 
They've done Spies in Disguise, Robots, uh, Dot Seuss's Horton Hears a Who, Epic, uh, the Peanuts movie. Um, what else have they done? Um, well, they've done quite a lot, to be honest. Some of these might be shorts, like little short films that they've done. But yeah, when did they close down? Um, they, yeah, it was last year. Uh, uh, yeah, this time last year, they were closed by Disney. So, it is a shame, to be honest, because they did have quite a lot of movies under their belt. But I think, to be honest with you, um, I mean, the only two franchises that they really did have under their belt was Rio and Ice Age. And that's it. Because all the other movies, like Robots and Spies in Disguise and Dot Seuss's Horton Here's a Who and the Peanuts movie. I mean, arguably, the Peanuts movie, they could have done a sequel to because it's Snoopy and Charlie Brown. But, I mean, Robots, they would have never have done a sequel to that one. That movie came out way back in 2005. So we're, what, 17 years um, and yeah, there's been no follow up to that one. So you can just safely say that that's never, that would have never have got a sequel. Spies in Disguise, I'm not too sure whether or not they would have been able to have made a sequel to that one. But, uh, yeah. So it is, it is a bit odd, to be honest, that they've done that. But anyway. Uh, so one of the very last projects that Blue Sky Studios did before Disney closed them down was um, was the the scrap uh, the scrap shorts that are coming to Disney Plus. Um, so yeah, so we're going to be getting those scrap tales. Is it scrap tales? I think it is. Um, yeah, scrap tales uh, coming to Disney Plus in April. That is the last ever project that Blue Sky Studios did, which is why if you, a lot of people are like, wait, the animation in this is so much better than uh, in Ice Age Adventures of Buckwild. And that is because this is the last project that Blue Sky Studios did. Um, and obviously, yeah, of course, their animation is going to be a lot better. I have a feeling that Disney played a part in this Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild movie, and which is why the animation is all over the place, to be honest. Because had it been under Blue Sky Studios, the animation would have been so much better, and I probably would have enjoyed it a lot better. And also, as well, I think if Disney didn't have an input into it, it would have been a probably a really great movie, um, and probably less child well i'm gonna say when i say less child friendly i mean less child friendly in the form of well we all know that only five-year-olds and under is gonna watch this movie like you know it would have been a more family orientated movie to be honest rather than a yeah here's a movie for your five-year-old child or under to watch you know um so yeah i'm looking forward to watching scrap tales i love scrap i think he was a fantastic character and that's the other thing as well Scrat did not appear in this Ice Age movie. And I felt like that was the other thing. You know, like, 
I love Scrat. He's a cute little squirrel and, you know, obviously he's always there trying to get his acorn nuts and stuff like that. And he just brings a bit of comedy to the movies, you know. He really does. Um, so it is a shame that they they failed on this Ice Age movie. And to be honest, I really hope and pray that Disney aren't going to do any more Ice Age movies, to be honest. I know it's heartbreaking to say, because I grew up watching Ice Age from when I was a kid. Um, the first movie came out back in 2002. So, you know, when I say I grew up watching this movie, I, I really did grow up watching the movie. I remember having it on video, on VHS. Um, yeah, I used to love watching Ice Age. You know, I mean, I can go back and watch Ice Age now on Disney Plus, but I mean, yeah, it was. I really did love Ice Age. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, I love the other ones as well. Um, the other ones I really did love, but this one that came out recently, no, really, really did not enjoy. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that one. Uh, the final movie that I'm going to talk about this week is in the form of The Bad Guys. Now, this is a brand new movie by DreamWorks. Uh, again, family-friendly movie. Um, it is really weird, isn't it, that I've gone from a music documentary to a not-so-much-family-orientated movie, more, you know, we know you're a five-year-old watching this, so enjoy this pile of garbage. Um, and then I've gone to watch... A family orientated movie. Because I do feel like. that The Bad Guys. Is a movie by DreamWorks. Um, and I went and saw. a pre. They had preview screenings. For this movie last weekend. So I went and saw. The Bad Guys in my cinema. Last weekend during preview screenings. And. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I'll admit. DreamWorks are changing the way how they do their animation. Um, so obviously DreamWorks are really well known for doing movies like Shrek and um, and Shark Tale and, and stuff like that. Um, but recently, I think they have kind of updated their anim animation in their movies because they... I don't know. There's action sequences in this movie where part of it is 3D animation like it is in any other DreamWorks movie. But then there's part of the action sequences that you see or part of the backdrops that you see which are done in 2D animation. So they're kind of mixing the two together. Now, I'll be honest with you. The other week I did see the trailer for Puss in Boots 2. Which, funnily enough, I have not seen Puss in Boots. So I should really watch Puss in Boots before I watch Puss in Boots 2 when it comes out later this year. Now, again, it seems like to me that Puss in Boots 2 is going to use the same animation style as what the bad guys uses. Now, when I watched the trailer for Puss in Boots 2 the other week, I thought it was very jarring. I was like, this the animation in this... Looks absolutely ugly. Now, the fact that I've gone into the cinema to go and see this DreamWorks movie, uh, The Bad Guys, and they kind of use the same animation style as the, uh, as the Puss in Boots 2 trailer does. Um, watching it on the big screen actually makes me think 
to be honest with you, despite me seeing the trailer for Puss in Boots 2 and not liking the animation art style in the trailer, but seeing the same animation art style in this movie and seeing it on the big screen is actually pretty decent. And that's what I loved the most about it, actually. That is what I loved the most about this movie, was the way how they done the animation. So, I, I'm yeah, maybe I was very quick to judge on the animation that DreamWorks are now using in their movies. But, yeah, I mean, if this is how Puss in Boots 2 looks, then this is definitely... I'm probably going to look forward to watching that when it comes out in the second half of the year. But going back to the bad guys, though, um, I really did enjoy this movie. Again, thought it was a very family-orientated movie. I think it's just one that you can go and see no matter how old you are. Um, you know, I mean, it has got some very uh, comedic humour in it and some really comedic moments in it as well. I mean, I definitely laughed out loud at some of the moments in the movie. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It was basically about this wolf. Um, and obviously, you know, he's friends with like a snake, a piranha and stuff like that. And they're known as the bad guys. You know, they, they like to go around and, I know, uh, rob a bank and stuff like that. And yeah, and basically it then turns out that this wolf ends up becoming a good guy instead of a bad guy. Um, and obviously, like, friendships are being put to the test in this movie and stuff like that. It is a really, really uh, great movie. I loved the story as well. I think the story was really good. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, it is available to watch right now. I believe it came out today in cinemas. So if you are looking for a movie to go and watch this weekend, don't let it be Morbius. But um, let it be either Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or The Bad Guys. Um, but yeah, I definitely do recommend The Bad Guys. I think that's a, a fantastic movie. Um, and I loved it. I really did love it. And I love the animation style that they've decided to use for this movie as well. I think it's just great. Um so yeah, that that's just it. That's that's all the movies that I have watched uh, this week. Uh, to be honest, so I am gonna watch, like I say, Moonshot. Um, I'm also gonna watch Better Nate the Never and stuff like that. Apparently, Better Nate the Never is a musical on Disney Plus. Now, most recently, I've started getting into like the new musical stuff like i love tick tick boom thought that was a great movie um yeah there there is a couple of musicals out there that i do love to watch so um it is going to be interesting to see what better nate than ever is like i'm just hoping that they don't do the whole yeah we know that a five-year-old's gonna watch this here you go watch this you know i don't think they are going to because this is based on a teenager who wants to get into like a broadway musical or something like that so i think they are going to more aim this at uh, teenagers and stuff like that. Um, by the way, can I just say, right, I've recently had a look at Amazon Prime Video. Now, can I just say, way back in, like, I don't know, 2018? 2018, I'm going to say, back in 2018. Um, I used to buy a lot of digital titles 
on Amazon Prime Video. Like, literally, I'll go into my stuff on Amazon Prime, and, um, oh, I don't know what's happened there. I go into purchases and rentals. Now, the really funny thing is, is the last thing that, well, it wasn't actually, this wasn't the last thing I brought. Oh, it's because it's under TV shows, that's why. So the last, <laughs> um, I was like, well, I have bought, like, other things since then. Um, but anyway, what's interesting is the fact that I can actually delete my purchases, which I never really want to do because, I mean, I have brought them. Um, the really funny thing is, is way before um, Disney Plus Star came out here in the UK, we, we obviously we've got Family Guy on Disney Plus now, but I purchased every season of Family Guy on Amazon Prime Video, um, which is funny because now... Amazon Prime Video, you can't buy the new seasons of Family Guy because obviously the new seasons are available to watch on Disney+. Plus. It's the same with The Walking Dead as well. I believe you can only watch the first nine seasons of The Walking Dead on Amazon Prime. You can't watch season 10 because um, you have to buy it. And it's the same with season 11 as well. Yeah, if you don't have Disney+, Plus, you can buy... The Walking Dead Series 11 on, on Prime Video. But anyway, no, the last thing I did buy from Amazon Prime Video was a couple of weeks ago. And it was last night in Soho, because I really enjoyed that movie, and Halloween Kills. Um, now, the f really funny thing is, is I brought those a couple of weeks ago, and I've still not sat down and watched them. Um, <laughs> I really haven't. But no, way back in 2018, though, I did. I used to get, like, a lot of movies and stuff like that. Uh, I'll go through some of them. I got, like, Bohemian Rhapsody, Halloween, Get Out, John Wick, uh, the Johnny English movies. Um, I also got Venom, the Shrek movies, How to Train Your Dragon, Men in Black, Happy Death Day, um, The Happy Time Murders. Some of these movies, it's really funny because a lot of the, some of these movies I can either watch a on BritBox, b on Disney Plus. Um, but this was at a time when these movies uh, did not exist on on those streaming platforms, or the streaming services did not exist. Um, yeah, so there is there is quite a few movies on here. I've got Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo Two, um, Cats and Dogs, the Terminator movies. Um, the Child's Play movies, Cat in the Hat, Garfield, um, yeah, I've got, I've got quite a few, and I obviously got a few classic childhood TV shows like Drake and Josh and Keenan and Kel, which I, I still do go back and watch, uh, to this day, but there is some stuff though, there is some movies that I do want to get on Amazon Prime Video, which I'm probably going to get over the next couple of months, Maybe I'll just get them in batches because I, I don't want to spend too much money all at once. So I'm going to get these in batches. I'm going to... Should I go through the movies? It, I've, what I've done is I've saved them in my watch list so that I don't have to go and search for them. Where's my... Um, it's my stuff. Watch list. Here we go. Um, under movies. Yeah, so these are the movies that I do want to get over the next uh, couple of months. So I want to get the Scream franchise, um, 
including because this past week I found out that the new Scream movie, which I went and saw twice at the cinema, is now available to buy on Amazon Prime Video. So I'm thinking about getting all five movies. Um, there's another movie I saw last year called Malignant, which is a horror movie. Which I absolutely loved watching. I only watched it the once. But I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. Uh, the Unholy. Which is a movie. I, well, actually that was the very first movie I went and saw at the cinema. Um, after the lockdowns. When the, when the cinemas started showing new movies again last year. That was the very first movie I went and saw at the cinema. And to be honest with you. It was a really good movie. Um, I also want to get Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Spider-Man No Way Home as well. Um, so I want to get the Spider-Man trilogy. Now, the reason why I want to get that um, is because, well, A, they are never going to come to Disney Plus here in the UK, despite the fact they are Marvel movies. It's all to do with the fact that Sony obviously own the movies, and I can never... I mean, it's totally different... In the US. I can't see them ever coming to Disney Plus here in the UK. Uh, they will eventually arrive on Disney Plus in the US. In like two years time. But yeah. I, I To be honest. I would much prefer getting those movies on Amazon Prime. So I kind of want to complete the Marvel Cinematic Universe collection. Even, even if it does mean that I have to go onto Amazon Prime to watch... The Spider-Man movies, the Venom movies, and and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so those all those movies that I've just listed off there, I'm going to get that as my first batch of movies, um, I think. And then the second batch of movies that I probably will get is... Um, I want to get... Okay, so there was a movie that came out last year, Willy's Wonderland, right? And it was hilarious. Right? It wasn't the best movie in the world, but it was hilarious. So I'm thinking about getting Willy's Wonderland. Right? It was just funny. It's got Nicolas Cage in it. Black Friday, which, by the way, can I just say, Black Friday was brilliant. I love that movie. I did see it last year. And I also want to get 8-Bit Christmas. Now, I know that's a Christmas movie, um, but... <sighs> It's one movie that I would love to watch, especially at Christmas, because, yeah, it was like it was like filled with gaming references, left, right, and center. So, I definitely would get that. And then I would probably, I'll probably go right up to that movie there. So, I'd probably get the fight. I love the Final Destination movies. I think they're bonkers. They are absolutely bonkers, to be honest. Um, so I'd get the Final Destination movies. And then I would get these three movies by Blumhouse. Which is Fantasy Island, The Hunt, and Freaky. And then that'll probably be it. I'll probably stop at that on that batch. And then the final batch of movies that I do want to get. So this will probably be... That'll probably be what... Um, if I say this one would be, let's say April, uh, and then we go for May, and then in June, I'll go for these ones. So yeah, in June, I'll get Happy Death Day 2, 
because I've already got Happy Death Day on my Prime video purchases. So it makes sense for me to have Happy Death Day 2. I also want to get Us as well because I love that movie. And I don't think it is on any streaming service at the moment. So I have to purchase it. As well as Ma. I loved Ma. That was a great movie. Um, and again, I don't think that's on any streaming service. Greta, which again, I loved that movie. Greta, fantastic movie. Old which, again, I've only seen Old once, but I really did like that movie. I love the story behind it. Um, and then I'm also going to get Candyman, which is the movie that came out last year. Nobody, which I loved. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And then there's a movie that I have never seen before, which I really do want to watch, which is Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, I've, I've still not watched it. Um, so I'm thinking April, May, so probably around about June time is when I might purchase that one. Um, so there we go. Also as well, I feel like with some of these movies, maybe the prices, I mean, they're not expensive to buy. Um, I think out of all of them, I think the, the 2021, uh, Candyman movie is the most expensive out of all of them being 13 99 but if I give it a couple more months before I buy it, maybe the price might get knocked down a little bit. But yeah, um, either way though, some really good titles. I mean, I'll still keep, I will keep adding um, to those titles because um, there are going to be some movies that are going to be coming out um, over the course of the next couple of months and stuff, which I'm going to go to the cinema and go and watch and be like, actually really enjoyed that movie what i am now going to do though is if it's regardless it doesn't matter regardless if it's a movie by uh disney pixar 20th century searchlight pictures anything like that i'm not going to buy on amazon because well there's no point there's no point in buying them when i know that they are going to eventually arrive on Disney+. Plus. I was umming and ahhing about getting Antlers. And I know that at the moment Antlers is going to Sky Cinema and Now TV. But as soon as the contract with Sky and Now TV has run out. It will eventually be on Disney Plus anyway. So there's no point me getting Antlers to be honest. Um... But yeah, any Marvel movies that I go and see in the cinemas now, I know will be on Disney+. Plus. Any Star Wars movies I go and see in the cinemas, I know will be on Disney+. Plus. And same going for Pixar and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so there is some, there is some movies on there. Um, which, you know, I can't see on streaming services at the moment. And I would like to watch... And I will purchase over the course of the next couple of months or so. So yeah, um, some really good movies. Anyway, um, is that all I've got to say for this week? I think it is, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to release... I need to still edit the, the video, actually, which I probably might do tomorrow morning. Um, because I'm just going to chill out for the rest of the day. I've got some shows that I need to catch up and watch. I've got some movies that I need to watch as well. Um, and I'm also heading out later on, but, um, tomorrow I'm going to edit my entire weekly vlog that I've been doing for the last 
almost two weeks. Uh, that video will be out on my YouTube channel, Steve Official, on uh, Sunday the 3rd of April at midnight. And then my next weekly vlog after that, which will be weekly vlog uh, episode 110, I believe it will be. Uh, that will then be out on the 11th of April. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'll be going back to... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it'll be going back to a Monday release after this vlog comes out. It's just, it's just you know, it'd be nice for me to release it on a Sunday for once rather than a Monday. Changes up the release schedule a little bit. But, um, yeah. Uh, it's been good, though. I have enjoyed doing my filming and stuff. Uh, I'm still filming right now. Um, not at this current moment as I speak, but... Um, Probably as soon as I've wrapped up this podcast, I'll probably um, say that I've done a podcast and people should check it out. Um, like I always do every week in my weekly vlog. But um, yeah, I have enjoyed it though. I have got up to quite a lot of things. There are some things that I didn't really get round to doing. Because either A, I've just been too tired to do it. Because obviously I've been out doing other things. And obviously it's just caused me to become really tired and obviously you know um or the weather's been bad i mean to be honest the weather has been a lot colder than it was last week so i've not really been going out as much uh this week as i did so last week so there'll probably be a bit of a change in terms of the content that i provided this week for the vlog and stuff but there are some areas that i am going to go back out to though in the coming weeks it just means that I've kind of got to do it in between my work and stuff rather than... Because the last thing I want to do is wait... Because my next holiday from work now... Because I'm back to work on Sunday this week. So my next holiday from work is at the end of June. Um, and yeah, so and I feel like I'm probably... I'm not going to hold out doing some of the things that I wanted to do during this holiday until June. I feel like that's just too far away. I know we're about, what, uh, two and a half months away from my next holiday now. But it, it just still feels t too far away for me to wait that long. So there's places that I just wanted to go. Um, that I've not, I mean, there's a, one place I wanted to go in particular uh, this past week, uh, which was Swanage, which is a local area um, to where I live. And I haven't been there since 20, it might have been 2019 was the last time I went there um, because obviously the pandemic here and obviously we were told to stay at home or stay local or wherever so obviously I've not ventured out there in a very long time so at some point in between my work uh, maybe on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or something like that over the next couple of weeks I'm probably going to go back out there for the day and do some filming and um, yeah, and just make a montage of shots of me at Swanage. Um, that'll be quite nice. So, yeah, so I'll do that. Um, so there we go. Also as well, actually, it's worth me noting, on Monday this week, uh, or this upcoming week, I'm going to be out uh, seeing a friend of mine who I've not seen... I've only met once in person. I met her, like, three-odd years ago. And I remember we did, we did sit out in... Um, like outside um, a Weatherspoon's pub and we were just sat there we were just talking really we weren't we weren't having a drink or anything like that but I remember it got really really cold um, but 
Yeah, I'm going to meet up with her again on Monday, and we're going to go and uh, sit in a... I think we might go to Costa or something and have a drink in Costa. Um, but, yeah, I thought that would be quite nice, um, meeting up with her again. I haven't seen her throughout the pandemic, and, um, yeah, it would be good to catch up with her, um, see how, how things are with her and her boyfriend, and, yeah, and stuff like that. So, I do talk to her quite often. Her name's Charlie. Um, I do talk to her quite often on social media like she tends to snapchat me and stuff and i do reply um so yeah it's quite nice talking to her um but yeah so there we go anyway i'm gonna wrap the podcast up here i think um at some point i do need to get back on twitch as well i need to get i do still need to play microsoft flight simulator um Man, there's going to have to be a vlog or something where I dedicate it to just gaming. Um, or I could do a vlog where I dedicate one vlog to gaming on my Xbox. Another vlog that I dedicate to gaming on my Switch. Yeah, I feel like I should do that. I feel like I should. I remember a time I did say I would dedicate a, a weekly vlog to me playing Just Dance. And I've still yet to play Just Dance. <laughs> oh... You know what, I, I've i had my Nintendo Switch OLED model for a couple of months now. I can't believe it's been that long. Um, but yeah, I've had it for a couple of months. And to be honest with you, right, I mean, I've not played Just Dance 2022, nor have I played Just Dance 2021 either. So really, I should uh, get on and play them at some point. I really should. Um, so... Oh dear. Anyway, um, I just want to have a look. One, one last. Actually, I'll, yeah. When was it? When, when did I get my OLED model? I remember posting it on my Instagram. Was it really like ages ago? Must have been. Where are we? How are we? How long are we talking? The fourth of fourth of February. You know what? It really does not. Yeah, it really does not at all shock me i just don't know i mean the 4th of february is when i got my nintendo switch oled model seems like ages ago you know it was two months ago really oh my god um that just shows you how quick this year is flying by but anyway um you know what i'm thinking of doing as well i'm thinking of getting that nintendo switch online membership for a year for 30 whatever it was 30 odd pounds a year um rather than paying three pound 50 a month because it works out cheaper so i'm thinking of doing that as well um i might i might do it later this month actually um i'll do it actually i'll do it before my uh next nintendo switch online membership payment comes out because then that way i'm not paying anything then um for the rest of the year so yeah i'll wait until april and then april next year it'll take out some money um but yeah there we are um and also as well if i get the nintendo switch um online membership with expansion if i get that then i can also get the um the new Mario Kart 8 races as well as part of the um, the expansion pass. So I'll have some brand new Mario Kart 8 courses to drive on um, as and when they release them throughout this year and next year. 
So, yeah, so that, that'll be interesting. So maybe it is worth me getting the expansion pass and just getting a yearly subscription uh, for 32. Is it? I don't know. How, how much is it a year? Um, I'm just going to put Nintendo. I should really wrap up the podcast now. Nintendo Switch Online um, Expansion uh, Yearly. Let's have a look. Um, is it thirty four ninety nine? I don't know. I'm gonna have a look. Well, is the Nintendo Switch? Accept all cookies. Uh, let's have a look. Ba 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 ba. Um, I mean, yeah, you play classic Sega Mega Drive games as well. Can you play Sonic? Um, no, I don't think you can. Um. If you could play Sonic, I'd, I'd, I'd be on it straight away. Be like, what? Um, hold on, one sec. I really want to find out the pricing. And it's not giving me the pricing. Actually, let me have a look. Classic Sega Mega Drive. Wait, it does say Sonic. Did I just see Sonic? Uh, included games. I swear it just said Sonic. Um, yes. It does. They got oh no, they got okay. They got Sonic the Hedgehog two, Golden Axe, Strider, Musha, Shining Force, Sonic the Hedgehog two. Oh, they don't do the original Sonic. That's a shame. However, though, however, um, yeah, they so they do have oh. oh okay. You know what? Right, actually. You know what? I should. I. That's it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the uh, expansion pass. That's it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the expansion pass. How much is it a year though? That's what I want to know. Um, membership options. Is this the one? Is this gonna tell me how much it is? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Here it is. Um. Yeah, so if I went, okay, if I went for a, a single account, individual membership, if I just went for the Nintendo Switch online membership, it's seventeen ninety nine a year. If I went for the expansion pack, which includes the Sega Mega Drive, the Mario Kart 8 courses, and the Nintendo 64 games as well, then it would be thirty four ninety nine a year. Now, to be honest with you, I don't mind paying thirty four ninety nine a year, I mean, the only thing is, is will I, you know, as long as I do keep playing on my Switch, then I should be fine. I mean, you know, I get the Mario Kart 8 expansion courses. I get the Sega Mega Drive games. I could play Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on my Switch. I could play Nintendo 64 games on my Switch as well. Um, out of curiosity, I just want to see... Um, hang on one sec. What happens though? Um, okay. Oh, okay. If you change to a new membership after purchasing another membership, you may receive a discount when the change comes into effect. Ah, okay. That's interesting. Maybe I will do it then because I'm currently on the Nintendo Switch online membership at the moment which is three pound 49 a month i mean you don't get an option to do like a one month 
subscription with the expansion pack, you only get a year subscription. But if I get a discount on top of that, that might actually be good. So I'm actually wondering, what can, can I remember my Nintendo Switch Nintendo account? Uh, crud. Oh, it might be this one, actually. Um, it might be... Because I do get emails from this one um, to say, here's your, um, here's your receipt for your Nintendo account. I'm going to say, is that the right one? Please be the right one. Please be the right one. Please be the right one. It is. Oh, you know what? I just guessed. I just guessed my password and my email address. Um, yeah, that's never okay. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online membership status. Nintendo Switch Online individual membership set for automatic renewal next. Uh, I'm, I'm actually gonna order it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, you can activate automatic renewal to purchase a 34.99, 365 day Nintendo Switch Online individual membership before the end of the valid. Validity uh, uh, period and extend its usage automatically. Um, you know what's funny? It's the fact that they say that, right? And so you basically can... Um, wait, what? You can activate automatic renewal uh, before the end of its validity period and extend its usage automatically. Oh, right. I'm, I was about to say... It's funny how they say about, yeah, you can cancel it, but however, you could still use it. I mean, you can, in theory. If you were to cancel your subscription, it doesn't matter what subscription it is, you can cancel it. However, you get to still use the service up until you would next pay for the for the service, basically. And obviously, because you cancelled it, they wouldn't take the payment from you, and then, yeah, you basically would yeah. Uh, so yeah, I agree. If you would like to activate automatic renewal, that's fine. I don't mind that at all. I mean, to be honest, today actually is payday. Hey, look at that. I have actually got a discount. So I got um, item price. Uh, wait, what? Okay, so I basically got what? Um, I I got well I didn't even get one pound off. Um, <laughs> I so the payment so I would pay thirty four forty three, right, for uh, this for 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 the Nintendo Switch Online um, and expansion. Is this the expansion one? Yes, it is the expansion one. So yeah, I pay thirty four forty three now. Okay. Um, and then the automatic renewal, that would be thirty four ninety nine. But obviously, that's not going to be until one year from now. So we're talking the 1st of April 2023. So, yeah. Um, but obviously, they've given me that slight little discount um, because um, the validity period of your current pass will be extended automatically if you buy a new pass before it expires. Um, oh, okay, I see what you mean. So, yeah, so, basically, I mean, I really don't get that, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, literally, you know what I'm going to do, right? Uh, by clicking the button, I agree, yeah, 
might purchase. There we are. I've now purchased the Nintendo Switch Online and Expansion Pass, which means now I get access to Sega Mega Drive, Nintendo 64, and it also means that I get access to the Mario Kart 8 um, Deluxe Expansion um, booster, uh, bo yeah, booster Course Pass as well. So there we go. Um, if I click download on these, right, download... Is it, is it going to download onto my Nintendo Switch? Uh, I don't know. Booster course. Um, see purchase options. I don't really want to do that. Um, play Mario Kart. Uh, well, I don't want to buy it because... Um, if I log into my Nintendo Switch online uh, thingy... Um, can access each wave of the Mario Kart booster course. Okay, let me log in. I have logged in. Am I logged in? Yes, I'm logged in. So, I may have to go onto my Nintendo Switch and uh, download it from there, I think. Because, yeah. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, here's like the prices. But, I mean, in wave one, you've got Paris Promenade, Toad Circuit, Choco Mountain, Coconut Mall... And then in the Lucky Cat, Cat Cup, you've got Tokyo Blur, Shroom Ridge, Sky Garden, and Ninja Hideaway. So, yeah, that's in the first wave of the courses. There's Is there going to be six waves? Yeah, six waves will be released. All six waves will be released by the end of 2023. So, we'll probably get another two more waves this year. And then we'll get the final three next year, basically. Um, yeah, so I might go on my Nintendo Switch later today or tomorrow or something like that and uh, download the Nintendo 64, Sega Mega Drive and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass because I want to give that a go. And so maybe, who knows, next week in the podcast, I may go through that. So, But I do also need to go through... The Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm still yet to play that game. So I'm going to play that next week um, at some point. Okay, I'm going to do a Twitch stream next week. I'll probably confirm more details on my Twitter um, a little bit later today or something like that. Or later this weekend um, to confirm the details of that stream. Um, but yeah, I definitely do want to play Microsoft Flight Simulator on the Xbox One. I want to see how well it does, uh, especially because I'll be using it through cloud streaming rather than playing the actual game. Obviously, the actual game is available to play on the Xbox Series X and S and as well as on uh, PC as well. Um, but yeah, this is on an Xbox One console, so I would love to see how this game runs. I'd love to see how well the game performs and stuff like that. So, because this is all being done via cloud streaming. So, um, yeah, I'll see if I can do a Twitch stream at some point this week. So feel free to give me a follow on Twitch, uh, Steve Crosby Official, and feel free to subscribe to me on Twitch as well, as I am a Twitch affiliate. Follow me on YouTube. Uh, Steve Official is my YouTube channel name if you want to follow me on there. Like I say, new weekly vlog out on Sunday the 3rd of April at midnight UK time. Uh, and also follow me on Twitter at Steve Flicks Plus. And you can also follow me on Instagram, Steve Graham Official and uh, The Geeky Stevie as well. Uh, like I say, I'll be back next week with another weekly podcast, which is going to be jam-packed full of gaming content. And it's also going to be jam-packed full of 
uh, some movie reviews as well, including the dreading, uh, the dreaded movie reviews that are Morbius and The Bubble. Um, so there we go. And by the way, you can watch The Bubble uh, right now on Netflix uh, globally. So there we are. Uh, but yeah, from me though, it's goodbye. Thanks for listening. And I will see you guys in my next weekly podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify Music. See you then. Steve's Weekly Podcast.